Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. When we started this session, it ended up going quite a ways longer than we expected. And Debbie thought that this should be broken into two so as not to burden you too with too much information all at once. Since I always listen to my mom, that's what we did. So if you'd like to hear the first part of this, go back to last week's session. Otherwise, stick with us and let's head into the show. Say, hey, I'm a participant. I'm an active participant. I've, I've told people, you know, when that, the speaker gets up there, it's not time to check your mail. You right. know, pay attention to them. And I'm not just saying this as a speaker myself. I'm, I'm saying it because if you are, first of all, if I see someone not paying attention to the speaker, that, that lowers them a notch or two in my book. You know, mm-hmm. okay, you're, you're not staying focused. You're not listening to why, why we're all here. So can I trust that you're going to stay focused if I refer someone to you? Um, and, and second of all, you know, if, if you pay attention, then you've got something else you can talk about at some point. Maybe you're talking with someone later. This is more information. You know, like if I might be chatting with you later, say, Mom, you should have checked out this speaker. And let me tell you about what he was talking about, because it really might have some effect on our business. I mean, Mm-hmm. Really, the, the reason we br- that, that uh, organizers bring in speakers is to be of benefit to us, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think it's Ivan Meisner who founded BNI 30, 35 to 40 years ago. I can't remember the exact time now. But he said in a podcast, he mentioned that so many people come up to him after he speaks and says, you know, I really loved your talk. It was great. And he says, oh, really, what did you like? And then they're like stammering because they don't have a detail. <laughs> and he says, it's, it's almost, he doesn't say insulting because I would never say that, but it's kind of a slap in the face that you don't have one more, something more meat to it that you can say. If you can listen and then have a question or a comment that really you know, lets people know, wow, this is interesting, or this pause, this made me think about something else. And you can ask it either as a public question, or you can go up to the speaker afterwards and say, this is what I liked, this is what I'm going to do as a result of this, or this is one question I had that you didn't address, you know, would you mind answering it? Or you can reach out to them later with it. Sure. I mean, and I'll tell you again, as a speaker, most, most of us speakers are a bunch of, a pile of neuroses. We, we really desperately want to be loved. Um, so if you come up and tell us, you know, here was something that I, I'm, I'm taking away from what you said, and this is how it's going to change my life. We will love you forever. I mean, honestly. <laughs> it must have been something that your mother did while you were growing up, right? That caused it's this possible. Yeah, in your life. I'm so desperate for strangers to love me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so we essentially uh we want to show up early um ten, just 10 minutes is all you really need to show up early and and really get yourself settled in to to the networking opportunities here then you usually have between 10 and 15 minutes but it's a good idea to check of, of just the, sort of this open networking time then we're going to sit down uh we often i mean i've noticed a lot of times they'll have uh you'll sit down and have kind of still networking at the table, right? Uh, they don't often bring the speaker up right away. Um, so is there, is there any difference in, uh, in between sort of that open networking and the table networking? Typically the table networking is a bit more structured. The person who's leading the meeting will 
there will be uh, announcements being made, so you need to pay attention to whoever is speaking. And then uh, many times there's an opportunity for you to introduce yourself in very short snippets, like 15 to 30 seconds, to the people around your table. Each person will take an opportunity to do that. And Make sure you're ready for that. Yeah, many times business card, a pile of business cards is passed around the table. It's just good. Um, it's what's expected. So you might want to have enough business cards to pass around for okay. the people at your table. And um, I always want to have a little sheet of paper with me, whether it's a notebook or a piece of scrap paper, so I can make note of the names. And then I, without them seeing it, I star the ones that I want to reach out to later. Okay. And, and make sure that I have their business card. So, so I have the contact information, mm -hmm. but I want to, I want to make some notes. And obviously normally if I'm meeting a person just one-to-one, -one, I might make the notes on the back of the business card or the front of what I'm supposed to do and, you know, um, call them or, or schedule an appointment, whatever it is. But because the business cards are going around the table, you might not have the business card when they're talking. You might not get at it yet to make the note on it. So that's why I have a, an extra sheet of paper where I'm just, I'm writing their name down and making a little note about something they said. And um, if I want to get back to them, mm -hmm. I put a little asterisk. <laughs> okay. Because I may, I may get done with the meeting and then race off to another meeting and then another meeting. You know, I may have three more meetings after that, whether it was a lunch or a breakfast. And I may not remember what happened three hours ago, because as you know, I'm ready for the home. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so then we, we do our sort of table networking, then the, then the speaker or whatever the central activity comes up, we pay attention during that time. When that's over, then what? Do we stick around? Do we? Yeah, typically that when the speaker's done, they may have a few roundup, you know, ending summary type announcements but it's usually just a minute or two. And yeah, it's a good idea. If your schedule will allow that for you to uh, say, I'm gonna spend another 10 or 15 minutes, maybe connecting with the people that were around your table now in person going up to them and saying, hey, it was really interesting. I'd love to schedule some time to sit down and share a cup of coffee. Do you have your schedule with you? Do you have your calendar? And most people do nowadays with their um, phones. And, such, yeah. and so it's gonna eliminate, a zillion call, you know, calls later where you're yeah. leaving messages and they're getting back to you. And um, so, yeah, play it, put, put that into your schedule that you can stay a little bit more time after the meeting. And again, uh, this is something that you should look at in advance of going to that first meeting, find out when it ends because um, most, most midday meetings will end at, they start at 1130 and end at one. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that the Rocky River Chamber, um, they don't, they end at 130. Okay. I did not know that um, the first time I went to that big meeting and I was kind of sitting up more towards the front, not all the way to the front, thank goodness. And the speaker was a little um, bombastic, I guess, is the only way I could describe him. Not someone that I would invite to speak to my group. And he was, he was getting on people's, he was picking people out of the audience and, and picking on them. 
and it got towards one o'clock and I had an appointment about a half an hour away at 1.30, figuring, well, I'm gonna get out of the chamber at one. Mm -hmm. I should have I allowed more time, obviously, but I didn't. And at 1.10, he's still going on and I could tell it wasn't gonna end soon. So I waited and he was walking around. He wasn't staying up front. So he was wandering around the whole room, picking on people that way. And I thought, oh my God, if I get up, he's gonna pick on me. So I waited until he was all the way to the other side of the room and I got up real quickly. I ran out like crazy. <laughs> so I probably didn't leave a very good impression. <laughs> but if I had known, I could have you know, made my schedule work better that day. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and uh, note, note to organizers, try not to pick speakers who make your audience feel uncomfortable like that. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, the, the question Nicole had, you know, how do you deal with a venue or a, an event where it's not really designed for, you don't have the open networking, you're basically whisked to your table and sat in your chair. And so how do you, I mean, how do you adjust your networking to, to deal with that? Do you still show up early because? Still show up early. And even though I, um, people may want to whisk you to your table right away, you can say no. <laughs> you can say, you know, I'm waiting for someone. And, there you go. And you and, are, you're waiting for anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not a lie, but you can just say, I'm waiting for someone. And so they'll leave you alone for a while. Um, and it's a great way to, you know, you have to be a little bit braver on this one is to be standing there. And then when someone comes in, if they're standing there also to go over and introduce yourself and say, this is my first time here. Have you been here before? And, you know, again, um, but obviously, if you know that it's a very structured meeting, you probably have been there before. So one thing that I can think about with this is, uh, again, this was a chamber meeting. It was actually down in Findlay in Ohio. And they have, a instead of a monthly lunch, they have a monthly morning, like a coffee hour. Mm -hmm. It's very scheduled, though, and it's very... Uh, small bits of information are delivered by various members of the community, not necessarily anything about their business or their organization, but it just gets them up in front of all the members. They, um, while it was not structured this way, most people for whatever reason would go in and sit down at their, okay. at the table and didn't, didn't stand up and network, even though they could. And so they were, they were net sitting. They were net sitting. Hard <laughs> to talk to people when they're net sitting. <clears throat> That's a public service announcement, by the way. When you are <laughs> sitting, it's hard to network with you. But um, interestingly, they they had a written agenda of what was going to happen. It was the same agenda every time, except the speakers would change. And so, if someone was doing, they used to have the weather report. Although I think they got rid of that finally, because who cares about the weather? <laughs> and, um, but one day there was this woman, her name is Kathy Khrushchev, and she actually is the president of the Hancock County um, Community Foundation. And they asked her to give the update on the, non the nonprofit report. So it had something sort of to do with her, but she didn't talk about the Community Foundation. It was something entirely different. And these, these are typically written by the chamber, so these people just had to read the report, sort of mm. like a radio announcer. 
the great part of it was if you if they were a speaker their name would be in the agenda and their contact information i was so impressed with kathy even though she only spoke for like a minute and a half or two minutes maybe at the most she just you know she had a way about her that i really liked and so i reached out to her afterwards i couldn't network at the event with her um for whatever reason i don't know i think she had to leave quickly after the event to get back to her office so I couldn't catch her at the event, but I reached out mm. to her via email. And as a result, we got together and we've become great friends. Okay. So, so in those sorts of situations, you just have to kind of go the extra mile to, mm -hmm. to, to reach out wherever the opportunity lies. Yeah. And if you don't, if they don't have the contact information available for someone that is speaking or another attendee, then I would reach out to the organizer and say, hey, I was at the meeting today. It was a great meeting. I would love to connect further with Greg Peters. I didn't manage to get his contact information. Would you be willing to share it with me? And 99 times out of 100, they'll do that. The sure. one that doesn't share it, you don't need to go to that group anymore. <laughs> and well, and if they don't share it, I mean, we do have tools like uh, LinkedIn, where LinkedIn, yeah. if you do a quick search, you can usually narrow it down pretty easily. Yeah. Um, uh, as to, you know, was that the person and, and a lot of their picture? So you can, oh, look, yeah, there yes. you go. Uh, yeah. So. Well, and one thing that um, I'm a member of two chambers because I work both in Cleveland and Toledo, which for those of you who don't know, about two hours apart, a little less mm -hmm. than two hours apart. And um, both chambers have been meeting virtually for their uh, monthly lunches or lunchtime meeting, actually. And what they have been doing is they are publishing the attendee list on the day before the, so Monday for the uh, Maumee Chamber and Wednesday for the uh, Rocky River Chamber. So you can see who, at least at that point, is registered and the contact information. So it's very easy to get back to anyone that you want to get to then. Okay. So uh, this is, this is what we're talking about. All, all this stuff is for in-person. How do we adapt this for uh, virtual? It's very much the same. Um, I would, in, in a virtual, I would use the chat box like crazy. I would use the chat box as if I was, you know, networking and talking to people before I sit down at the table. Mm -hmm. And I would reach out to someone and say, hey, uh, I'm new. What can you do to help me out? Typically, many organizations will have some sort of a host function. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, they're helping you out. But if they're not, use that chat box and say, hey, uh, uh, love, your, love your introduction. I'd love to hear more. Uh, Want to get together over a cup of coffee? It's um, and, and I would say, you know, we were talking about showing up early, still show up early. I oh, mean, yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, yeah, some of them are going to be limited. They don't open up the doors until this particular time. And, and, but some of them do, they open them up. I know yeah. as a speaker, I've been, I've chatted with people who just showed up early yes. and you know, you can, you can uh, carry on a quick conversation here or there. Um, what was I going to say? I love it. Love me. So I'm ready for the home for sure. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know what I was going to say. It's really important to show up early, I think, for many organizations who are now getting better versed at using Zoom, figuring out the breakout, how to use the breakout room function, and some of the other things that are available to us. 
and I know that um, my BNI chapter meeting, which meets weekly, as of next week, we are at seven. We we officially start at seven thirty, and at seven thirty, we are going to be put into a, a small breakout room, so mm-hmm. four or five members and maybe mm-hmm. guests. If you're not there early, you don't get to talk to anyone because by the time you come back from the breakout room, then it's the uh, the structured meeting has started, and if you arrive a couple minutes too late, there you are standing alone by yourself. And it's real evident that you're late. You're late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that uh, I'm, I'm a member of National Speakers Association, Michigan chapter, and they have been doing that pretty much since, uh, since we started going virtual. It was, you know, as soon as you get there, they put everybody in uh, three or four or five people into a breakout room to do yep. uh, just general chit chat. And then we come back to the main room and then we go out again with do, doing an icebreaker. So, I mean, it's, it's a, um, it's very much part of that, that culture to, to get there early enough that you can have those conversations. Uh, um, and I think that's a big part of it. So yeah, you definitely want to be, I, and I think in this case, it also behooves you to reach out to the organizers ahead of time to find out more specifically what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, if I show up early, am I just going to be sitting there staring at my computer screen or do, is, do you do something with people who show up early? Um, Cause you don't want to miss out on those opportunities, especially now when our opportunities are so much narrower as a result of not being able to see each other uh, yeah. face-to-face. So. Yeah, and as a member, um, uh, this morning, I, I our meeting, B&I meeting, officially starts at 7.30, but I typically go in at around 7.15, and typically there's only one or two other people there, but guess what? One of my guests was already there this morning. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> as a member, if you have a guest arriving, you want to make sure that you're there because guests tend to arrive earlier, whether it's in person or virtual. Okay. Well, I, actually, I think we've covered this topic pretty well here. Uh, you know, we, we've, we've hit, and it wasn't all that much longer than our normal episode. <laughs> um, so we just have a plan going in, get there early, ask open-ended questions, find that open group who's going to help you out, whether you're virtual or, or in, uh, in person, it all, all applies. Um, and make sure you're following up afterwards. It sounds like that's pretty much the way to go, right? Exactly. Pretty simple. One, two, three. One, two, three. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for uh, joining with us this week. Uh, next time, we're going to be talking about mistakes that people make that destroy their networks. So please do tune in. If you enjoyed today's <laughs> program, uh, be sure to uh, subscribe. Uh, I, we would love it if you would share. And uh, uh, we will be, of course, posting these on our Facebook pages. So we would love to see uh, some commentary there. Maybe uh, what, what sort of challenges you face when you're uh, going out to a, a new networking event. Um, Until next time, take care of yourselves. Mom, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Greg. I can't wait because I have some stories for next time. Oh, good. (laughs) All right. Everybody go out and make some great connection. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.